hello 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 welcome in everyone good morning i mean it's the morning on the side of the world where i am and i am going to actually introduce myself because i feel like you know when you start a podcast i don't even know how you start a podcast but i decided to start it one so my name is natasha but most people know me under natashima on all my social media and it, it's been a journey for me to get where I am right now. And it has been a fun journey, an exciting journey, a stressful journey. But, you know, that's just life in general. But, yeah, so let's get into it. I don't even know what to say because, you know, when you listen to podcasts, it's always about, you know... The goods, the bads, the not so awesome things that you want to talk about. And I really, my podcast was really about talking about um, my journey, where I started, where I become the person I am today. It's just weird, man, because, you know, it just needs that one moment for you <laughs> i was thinking about eight mile of the movie when they say just have that one moment that one shot and um for me actually was after okay so let's let's just let's just let's just get it together so as i said my name is natasha i went to school i went to college back in the u.s at howard university hu you know so my years at Howard was, I would say, the best years of my life, even though I had like two jobs on the side, you know, hustling down to pay the school because school is pissed in the U.S., if you didn't know. So, you know, I had my hustle down, but at the same time, I was making it happen at school. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't easy, but I did make it happen. And uh, for me, it was really about, I always had that, Thing where I didn't feel like I wanted to stay in one place because I've, at some point after I worked because I work at a bank and um, that nine to five was good because you did get money. So actually my two job where I work at a bank and I worked at H&M. So I had like two different, I mean it was still retail but it was just two different worlds because the bank was trade you had to respect the line otherwise you get in trouble for not respecting the lines same as h&m was more about like being more creative you have like free flow but still respecting the rules of the company so it was really two two opposite where i could still find the balance in it but um yeah, so I felt like I didn't want it to be tied down. And working at a bank was like really, oh my gosh, I'm being responsible. And you know, when you get that feeling, you start feeling like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, my life, where's my life going? So I had that moment. And I was like, I don't see this for myself for the next two years. Sitting in a bank, I know the money was good, the benefit was good. But I don't think I was at that place in time where I just wanted to be free. And um, funny thing enough is when I studied Korean in college for about two years, so I started getting to know the Korean culture, the food, 
the movies, K-drama. Oh my gosh, let me not start on K-drama. But that's a story for another day. So, you know, I started really to discover this other side of the world, which was Asia. And I was just like, man, Asia, though, is the place. Because when you were watching those movies, the men were just handsome. was just like, oh my God, oh my God. Help me. So I was just like, oh no, uh, dude, how am I gonna make this happen? So, and funny thing enough is in that class, I had one friend of mine, her name was Jade, and she was like, yeah, no, I think because I think she did study abroad in Korea, and she was like, dude, I don't care about what my parents say. I'm moving to Korea. I was like, hmm, that's interesting. But I was like, you going to move to Korea? What you going to do, girl? She was like, don't worry about it. I'm do teaching. I'm going to teach English because that's, that's the gig. I was like, interesting. So me, I was like, you know what, whatever. At that time, I wasn't really settled about what I wanted to do. I mean, it was almost my last year, senior year. And I was just like, man should i should i actually do it because working at h&m was you know i was getting to a point where i was like okay the next position is gonna be i don't say it's not gonna be the same but i'm just gonna have more responsibility do i want to do that i don't know i stopped working at the bank and i was just like oh my gosh i don't know what to do with my life i was just i was really at the point where i didn't really know what i was going to do and then i didn't have a man it was just like oh my god <laughs> it's my life is away so it was just like all these things and then i thought about that thing about you know teaching english abroad so i went online and i started looking i was like mm, this is interesting so I started doing my research, and I was like, oh, this is actually a thing. And um, so I went on YouTube because I found this guy um, doing teaching, teaching abroad. I think it was, his name was Alex. I don't remember his name, but he had this thing called Ninja Teacher, and I think it was based in Vietnam. Yes. So he was telling about how, you know, he got into it, he be he developed his own business from that. And I was just like, that is so interesting. So while I was watching um, Alex's video, I found Zena's videos. So Zena was, um, she did go through Ninja Teacher, because actually Ninja Teacher is a program where you can um, get your online certification to become a um, English teacher because to become an English teacher you have to have a TESOL or CELCA just depending on what level you want to do and um, so I was like looking into the TESOL program because the TESOL really encompassed really the basic on how to become an ESL teacher like overseas an uh, English teacher uh, abroad because you teach English as a second language so I this that's how I discovered her videos and I was just like and she was brown skin. I was just like, oh my God, she's living my dream. <laughs> so I started watching the more I was watching her video, the more I was like, no man, this is it, this is it. This is my calling. I don't care about what you guys say. I'm gonna make it happen. So I got in touch with her. We started talking. She told me more about the program because she, like I said, she did go through that program as well. And um, she was telling me about how it is. And I was just like, man, 
maybe this is it. So I start getting all my things together because in order for you to go abroad, teach abroad, you do need some requirements. So you need to be a full native speaking English fully. I don't know why they say native, but when you speak English, you speak English. Um, so a full native, uh, a diploma from your high school that said that you finished school. Um, and you know, you don't necessarily don't have to be like a education major but then that comes into play when you decide to get a higher salary but we're gonna get that later so yeah you need to have um, uh, a degree your background check and your passport and some money because the thing is for the first month you need to make sure that you have enough money to sustain until you get a job so the program that I decided to do, which was Ninja Teachers, was actually providing a, a full month in class, really full intensive program. And uh, for one month, it was just class, 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 class every day. And I was like, okay, because I couldn't have done that in the US, but I was like, why don't I just do my my uh, my training there and I will be already on site so it will be easy for me to find a job so that's what I started doing because at first I was like mm, I'm gonna start looking to like different website because there are so many website I mean the the most most really one that's really big is ESL the um, coffee what's the name of um, teacher coffee coffee ESL <laughs> job <laughs> I'm sorry I don't remember the name of the website, but it's like really one, like when you're thinking about doing or teaching abroad, um, teaching abroad English, that is really the website you go to because they have so many, so many schools, like um, Asian schools, I would say, post jobs there. I mean, you can also, um, you can also use, what's it called? Craigslist, but you use Craigslist of the country that you want to go. You have Craigslist Korea, because Craigslist is actually everywhere if you didn't know. <laughs> so you have Craigslist Korea, Vietnam. I don't, I don't think Vietnam has Craigslist, but um, so but you go to the so it's the ESL Cafe, and you go to that website, and uh, you have all the listing of jobs when the jobs are opening, and um, do you know the more I look into that, I was like, man, this is actually, this is actually a thing. So um, I was like, okay, you know what? Let's make this happen. I got a second job. I was, I was hosting on this. Actually, me and Jade, <laughs> we actually found the job, that job together. So I was a host and she was a waitress because we were like, man, we're making this happen. Let's, let's do this. So we start working there, working mostly night because the restaurant was opening like at 5 and closed 3 a.m. So it was really, it was, we were really on it because we were like, when we decided, I mean, when I decided to make it happen, I was like, okay, this is what I need. I need to make this, this, this happen. I got my passport done. I was just missing my diploma because I was senior. I was just waiting for, and, and man, it was a stressing time because, you know, when it's time for you to graduate, you have to make sure you clear financially and now you have to find that money to be clear financially which is like oh my gosh i'm never gonna make it happen but i really 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 pushed through and i was like you know what i'm making this happen i don't care i i worked my 
butts off to make sure that I was going to go where I wanted to go. So, yeah, so I got that job. I got my background check um, sorted out. Um, I was getting my coins together. And um, so finally I graduated. My mom was there and I was just like, it was just like one of those moments like, oh my gosh, finally I did this, man. This is the beginning of freedom. No, it's not because you got those students waiting for you. But yeah, so my mom came for my graduation and I was just like, it was just like a happy moment because it's been a minute. And I was like, yes, I'm finally over with this. And um, so I was really adamant about going. So I told my mom that, oh, you know what? I decided that I will be going to Asia. And she was like, for what? Who do you know there? Like, why, why are you going to Asia? What for? Do you know anybody there? And I was just like, mom, you know, I found this thing. And it would be really an awesome opportunity for me, you know, to just be in a different space different people like just really i really sold the dream to her and she was just like mm, no i don't buy it what you come what you mean you don't buy it and then i was like bro when you were younger you went to france you studied in france you worked in france you wore french brand what are you talking about and she was like no it's not the same i was like yes it's the same it's a different time frame now we're in the 20th century and i want to do that for myself i feel like if i do this it will be like really really good for me and she started breaking down, crying. She was like, I don't know. You just finished school, man. You have all this money piling up. How are you going to pay for this? You need to find a stable job. You know, even my, I was just like, oh, my God. What am I going to do? Like, she really made me guilt trip. And I was just like, man, this was a dream. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, my God. Like, I was... At one point, I almost gave up on my dream, and I, I remember telling Zina that, man, I was so excited about this thing, like seriously, about coming to Vietnam and doing all this, and, and um, I talked to my cousin, and she was like, bro, you need to do this for yourself, because if you don't do it, you're going to regret it, like, what if, what if I ever gone, and you will never know what could have been. And, you know, I started thinking about that. I was like, yeah, like I never did anything for myself. Because, you know, going to school is really for your parents to like be like, oh, yeah, my kid went to this school. My kid had this diploma. But what is that for you? Because you suffered for four years. You didn't sleep. You were writing papers. You left school. Like it was just Nah. <laughs> and and I really wonder like what what am I doing for myself because for the past four years I've been working my ass off having two jobs going to school and like I really don't have no time for me whatsoever and I really I really put myself in the shoes where I was like bro sometimes it's really about yourself and and i was really at a time where i just finished school i didn't have a boyfriend or a situation i didn't have no kid and i felt like that was like really the perfect time for me to go and i was just like man what are, what are you doing you know what 
I went online, I bought my ticket, one-way ticket, and I was like, it's done. So I told my mom, you know, I understand how you feel, but this is really about me. It's about who I want to be, where where I'm thinking. And I, and I was really in a space where I didn't really know what I wanted to do. So I felt like this was really my time to discover who I am as a person, who I want to be, where I'm trying to go. And um, yeah, so I bought my ticket and I was ready to go. And all my friends were just like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you're going to Asia. I was like, yeah, I am. And you know, the more closer it got, and the more I was like, man, I can't believe I'm doing this. I can't believe I'm doing this. So I was, I packed my suitcase, I packed two suitcases. Bro, if you know me, like if you know me, two suitcases is literally nothing. Like I have tons of shoes. I have tons of clothes and it was just like making, I was just at that moment, I was like, okay, my life is going to fit in two suitcases. How am I going to make this happen? And it's like one of those times you really have to like, yeah, you decide priorities. Like, what are you prioritizing? Like, you're going to a hot country. What do you need? You know, and the where's check flip-flops check shorts t-shirt um check check and also proper um business casual attire because interviews if you get a job and i was like you know what i might just get stuff there too so i really packed my suitcase like really lightly and um and i took my bus to go to new york because i was flying from the out from New York, because it was way cheaper to fly from. I found a ticket for like 300k to go to Asia. Bruh, that's a story for another day. Yes, so I left America to move to Ho Chi Minh, Vietnam. And that was the beginning of, of... It was... When I'm telling you, that part of my life was just the best decision that I ever made in my life you you don't even understand because I was able to be in a place where there is not many black people first of all there's not many black people that travel out there because I mean now it's becoming a thing but to live in a place where you are the minority is at times it's not fun because you are the minority and you don't have that support group, even though you might find it out there, but you don't, you on your own, like you are your own people. So you have to be sure that you got yourself, like no matter what. And it teaches you so much, like living in Asia taught me so much about who I am as a person, who I am as a black person, who I am as a black woman, and who I am just just point blank like I was able to go places to meet people to like just being able to showcase who I am as a person who I am as a black person who I am as an African person African from Africa it's just you become an ambassador actually because people might not know where you come from because the way you look it's not what they used to. So they will be asking questions about, oh, why your skin? Oh, trust me. I have story for days about my skin. So 
and then I had short hair, blonde hair, girl. <laughs> it was just like my experience overall was just it was a blessing. I was able, like I said, I was able to go places, meet people that really impact my life in a way that I was I am still thankful about that because you know, when they say there are people that will add value to your life. And I feel like going to Asia actually make really help me discovering who I am as a person, discover what I like, what I don't like, what I tolerate. And, um, and it's such a, it was, it was really a blessing. And like I said, you have people that really add value to your life and one person I really really um that was really part of my journey like I said was Zina because she she really opened that vision of myself of going to Asia going to live in Asia being a, a black person in Asia and you know she was really throughout my years in Asia she was throughout my like fully my support out there she was like my support system i mean we did have some hiccup at time but you know we still held it down because you know we shared that bond we we were black women we were african women because she's from sierra leone and i was from cameroon so we had that common bond we bond on like so many things whether it was like afro beats food oh my gosh when we discovered that nigerians <laughs> It was just like, you know, heaven on earth. And having that actually made that journey so much better, so much fun, so much. It was just amazing. That's all I have to say. And, um, and really that journey brought me to who, where I am today because learning, living in Asia was fun. Trust me, it is. And from this day, I still miss it. But I did learn my value as a person, my value as a, maybe as a brand, my value as, a, as, a, as an entrepreneur. And I'm starting little by little to like really, really understand that fully to like the full extent of like, okay, what am I going to do now? And really brought me to realize that in life there are so many things that are we don't see them as um as plus value we we just discard them we just feel like oh it's just there but we don't realize that it's it's such a wealth you know being able to come maybe from africa like people don't know about your country you become that person who teach them that oh this is the way things go this is the way life is happening that on that other side of the world because trust me people in asia don't know nothing about us man they don't like everything they see on tv is youtube videos about people shaking their ass that's all they know about us but they don't know that other side so it's i felt like it was my 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 duty to tell them about like and i was really proud to tell them where i was from and by doing that i start to love more my country because i felt like my country my continent we had we have so much potential and that's one thing we haven't understood yet that 
the outside world is taken advantage of like as people we have so much power over what we we can tell people like how we can change the narrative about her life like but we don't want to do that because i don't know why because if we take in her end our own narrative this country this continent will have so much of what we can already offer and that's one thing i feel like now this new generation is starting to understand i'll be like okay i see i I see what you're saying but that's not what i want for myself and um, understanding that is already such a big step so actually that's kind of why i moved back home because i felt like it was my duty as someone who's seen other places seen other people seen how those people have a look on me and not being able to be like bro but do you know where i'm from do you know what i can offer to you that really that what's what made me move back to my home country cameroon because i feel like we have so much potential that it's it hasn't been tapped into and it maybe has been tapped into but i feel like we need to have more of more of us doing that making the change making that happen so that's why i'm also starting this podcast because i really believe that there's some people that can inspire you to be something to be someone to make the change because it always it always change with that one that one moment like i said so i hope i wasn't too boring so it's really about it's really about that that moment so so this is it for our first episode i hope i wasn't too long (laughs) but yeah so stay tuned for more adventure and uh, like i said like i said before it's going to be about really the journey the experience the ups and downs and um the beautiful thing about life so if you guys are excited we're gonna we're gonna really discover and also meeting new new people that also have that vision that i don't even know what to say that je ne sais quoi that wants us to get where we need to be so thank you again for listening to my podcast this was natasha shina and i see you soon